seventh episode of the Threefold Collective Podcast. My name is Jay Cruz. And I'm Julie Cruz. This past two weeks has been my first two days as Mr. Two days? Two weeks as Mr. Mom. Mm. Julie's had a ton of people ask what I was going to do. Yeah. What did you tell them? They're like, is he going to uh, just uh, eat bonbons and play video games all day? I'm like, no, Jay's not like that. That's what I've been doing for the past <laughs> two weeks, though. No, I'm just kidding. You wish we had bonbons <laughs> in the freezer. No, no, I don't. Why would you say that? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't eat sugar. We do keto. Well, I don't eat sugar unless it's like Valentine's Day. Which yeah, was. I was going to say, really? You haven't had sugar? Uh, out, I should know better. Every time I eat sugar, it gets, it's bad. And I have like, I know this is what we're going to talk about today, but I have back problems. And if I eat sugar, it, it causes inflammatory yeah. issues with my back. So. And I don't have that many back problems, but we had chocolate covered strawberries for Valentine's day. And I immediately have the last two days, like, I feel like my back's going to go out my lower back. This yeah. is a joy of getting older, babe. Okay, it's Joy. Jay's, Jay's always had back issues, though. Yeah, since I was 19. It was my fault. That's a whole different story, too. That's yeah. a whole other podcast. We could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. Um, so, first two weeks, I'll have to say, first of all, ladies or guys that are, are stay-at-home dads, it is, it is not... If anybody were to ever say, and I'm going to be offended quickly, if anybody were to ever say, uh, that's not a real job, Mm. Yeah, you get it now. Lies. Mm-hmm. Lies for the pit of doom. Mm-hmm. If you're saying that somebody that stays home and parents uh, isn't doing a real job, I, I would love for you just to do it. I went away on a trip to a leader summit with <laughs> with Color Street and I came home and like the house was clean. But then the next day um, it was dirty, like all over the place. And he was like, I don't get it. I went to bed last night. And the house was clean. I picked it all up. Everything was clean. He's like, look at it now. What happened? I'm like, welcome to my life. He's like, see? I said, see? Because he used to say, how come the house is such a mess? It looks like you did nothing. I'm like, oh, he understands. He gets it now. The thing is, though, I haven't even had, it hasn't even been regular. No, it hasn't. It kind of feels like you're just on vacation, honestly. A little bit. So I had uh, my dad and my sister in town. So we entertained them for a little bit. So I didn't really get to just do whatever the things that I was supposed to do. So um, the first week was kind of shot. And then the second week, Corbin got sick, mm-hmm. which was cool because that's like my, it was my uh, inauguration of be, becoming a stay-at-home parent. And yeah, man, like, I hope I'm not that helpless when I'm sick. Because if I am, <laughs> you need to just... Corbin is probably the worst one to get sick. Yeah, it just seemed like nothing helped him. So I went out and bought him everything he wanted to eat. I did everything he wanted me to do. And even when I would finally do it, he wouldn't eat whatever it is that I gave him. Yeah. And he would say that it was, you know, it was like, it was the Goldilocks and the three bears. It's too hot. It's too cold. Yeah. It's too big. It's too small. It's yeah. too hard. It's too soft. And you text me when I was in Texas <laughs> and you were like, what do I do? I have to go get him some stuff. I said, yeah, go to Target, like go get the crackers and the juice and the medicine. And then he texts me. He's like, I just spent $74 at Target. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what I got. I'm like, yep. See, now you understand all those little Target bills. (laughs) Yeah. 
it's not that I didn't fully understand, but I just felt like uh, it's just, it's so much. Okay, so in practical thinking, like, oh, it's easy in terms of you know exactly what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And that part is very easy. Yeah. It's the doing it and then for it to happen the way that you expect things to happen did not, does just doesn't happen. Well, yeah, because before you came home full time, we were like, you're going to make videos all the time. We're going to have all this time to do things together. But I don't feel like we've even gotten to that place yet. Just I was out of town. We had visitors. The kids were sick. So they've had the past two Mondays off. They're going to have this Monday off again. So just like the week doesn't start. So one of the things that I'm starting to realize is it doesn't matter what you think you're going to do. Mm hmm. Because you're not going to do it unless you schedule, make yeah. a schedule. You have to act as though it that is the job because it is a job. Right. And schedule out all your meetings, schedule out all your appointments of whatever it is. And when I say meetings and appointments, I mean, what time am I going to cook to eat breakfast? What time am I going to work out? Because you can say, Wake oh, I'm, I'm just going to eventually do that. Waking up. Mm-hmm. You have to be on the schedule just as if you had. Yeah. The, the standard job. And we haven't really been on one yet. Uh, yeah, no. And it's completely thrown off and I could see my life going <laughs> down the, the poop tube right now. <laughs> <laughs> so by, it's by not, not all you wished and hoped? No, it's not that. It's just that I just need to find a uh, You thrive a on schedule and yeah, like routine and those kinds of things. So it's going to take time for you to adjust to that part of it. Yeah, and I think the other part is not allowing my environment, meaning the kids uh, doing whatever they want to do. You uh, kind of like you get things done, but you're free spirited in that you do it when you can do it. (laughs) And I'm not like that. I'm so regimented. Yeah, you are. And I have to do things when an alarm goes off. I'm doing something I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm I thrive in that. But then I also hate hate schedule like at the same time. Yeah. Well, we were coming up with something the other day where you asked me uh, what you could do better oh. or what we wanted to do together. Oh, yeah. And uh, at first I was like, I can't think of anything. Um, Why did that even come up? What? I don't remember. I think we were trying to say we always want to be striving to get, to be better in our marriage. And and right. Wasn't yeah, that? it was it, it was if right now. If I said, oh, I don't want to be with you anymore, and I walked out the door, is there something that you could say, like, oh, I could have done this better? Right. I should have worked on this. Because if you could think of that today, like if someone were to just jet out the door today um, out of your life, can you, if, can you think of something that you probably should have improved on, that, especially ones that they were specifically asking you to improve on? But then just general things like you think, oh, I could have probably done that better. Mm-hmm. Like if you could think of it right then, what would it have been? Yeah. And I can't remember what you said for me. I think it was. I don't remember either. Uh, I will remember it. But I remember I said I wanted to be better about having scheduled family time, which we usually, you know, before you were off, we Fridays were our, our day to be together. And I still we did that this last Friday and that was still our day. I was still off. Um, and then usually we would do like something with the kids on Friday night, but I was saying it would be really cool if we could do more of not, not necessarily announcing it to the kids where, oh, Saturdays are now our family days, but like that you and I knew that it was, and we could do like 
some sort of family activity or outing or it doesn't have to like cost money, but like something that where we're giving one-on-one time to our kids, taking one of them out on a date. Yeah. Because I feel like that is something that we've struggled with. Um, like, I don't know, going on, having one-on-one time with our kids. We haven't really done that as much. And I want, especially as they're growing and getting older and turning into teenagers and all that, like I want them to feel like they can come to us in a one-on-one setting. And I think that, it would be important for us to do that. So anyway, that was one of the things that we said that we wanted to start doing more of. And I'm excited about that. Yeah, I think that well, one of the whole reasons why I'm staying home is so that we can do those type of things and take the kids out and for them to feel like they had every moment possible yes. with both of us. Yeah. And one of the things that I started last year for Valentine's Day and I see how, how important it is to my daughters is I got them flowers last year. Yeah. I got, I, you know, I get Julie flowers and I got them flowers and I know Riley specifically, like it's means a lot. It's a huge deal to her. So even just that small gesture mm-hmm. of getting her flowers means a lot to her. But then I get the opportunity to show her how, Hey, if a guy were to take you on a date, this is how they should be treating right. you by me you right. know, dating, you know, my kids or, sh- or, you know, taking them out on like a, a parent, Day. Yeah. I uh, mean, we had Kinsley came home the other day. I didn't realize how much Valentine's Day meant to kids in elementary school because I don't remember when I was a kid if I thought that was a cool thing. I mean, we always got like Valentine's from the class. But anyway, she came home and I didn't we had a conversation and she was uh, I said, so do you like anyone? And she was got all quiet and smiled and I could tell like like what she and <laughs> And then she said, well, I asked Mark to be my Valentine. And I said, what? You know, okay, so tell me about Mark and you all this. You shouldn't use names to oh. protect the public. Yeah. Brandon. I just said <laughs> no names and so you just. I just made a new one up. So dumb. <laughs> anyway, so she said, she said he was her, um, that her friend said, you're, you, he's your perfect match. You should ask him to be your Valentine. Perfect match. He's in fourth grade. Anyway, so she said, okay, she did. So then Mark says, okay, this was the day before Valentine's Day. Okay. She goes to school. No, it was two days before Valentine's Day. She goes to school the day before Valentine's Day. And apparently her, one of her really good friends, her like best BFF, actually liked Mark for real. And so they actually became Valentine's. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? What does Valentine mean? And she said, well, mom, it just means that they give you candy and chocolates. I said, so that's why you wanted Valentine? She's like, yeah. Ah, so all of that to say, Jay giving her the flowers and then we gave her chocolate she didn't need to have a Valentine at school. She has a Valentine here. Yeah. I, I make sure that they have a male. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Seeing like their, the girl's faces light up when you give them flowers. It's just like, I told Jay this Valentine's day. Now you just started something now. I mean, now these girls, even after they're not at our house anymore, you're, they're going to expect some flowers from you every year. So hope you are prepared for that, babe. I can 
Like, yeah, it's not a problem. Yep. It's easy. It's even easier when, if they like chocolates, you can just get them an edi- edible arrangement and they can get the flowers and the chocolate <laughs> on one oh, shebang. That's a good thought. Not that I'm advertising for them because I've never actually used them before. <laughs> but I have ate a few of their arrangements and they are delicious. I yeah. will say that. And if someone got them for me, I would not turn it down. Oh, hint, hint, because your birthday's coming up. No, that's not. <laughs> that's not why I said that. But anyways, going back to uh, being a stay-at-home dad, um, I I am enjoying it, and I see the value in it for sure. And uh, Tristan had the... So something we've found out as being parents is that we don't ever know when our kids' projects are. And be sure that we will know what they are the day before they are due. Yes. (laughs) Is when we will know that they're... That they need to be done. So Tristan had one where he needed to do this mouse trap car yeah. that he had to make. And disclaimer, he had told me before I was going to Texas and I said, well, you got to talk to dad. He's the one who's home. Yeah. So for the, for the whole weekend, luckily we had Monday off. Yeah. But for the whole weekend, he's like doing whatever he wants to do. And then all of a sudden, s- Sunday, 10 o'clock at night, he's like, Oh, hey, dad. So <laughs> why didn't we do this? And I'm like, what do you mean? Why didn't we do that? This you've been playing around the entire day. And yeah. then all of a sudden at 10 o'clock night, this is our every single project. The missions project that for Tristan our, specifically. Yeah. The missions projects mm-hmm. were right before <laughs> they're going to sleep. All of a sudden they remember things. I think they get that from you because Julie, she won't say like th- certain things to me throughout the day. And then right as I'm about to fall asleep. It's like your and brain I'm, starts processing. I can't help it. And I'm nodding away. She just talks about all the things yeah. through the day. But anyways, Tristan does that. And guess what? I was home. So I got to, I took him to Home Depot. This was a, a cool, a learning. I was proud of you for this. Yeah. Usually I would just go and get, you know, Hunter, go in, kill, whatever I need to get yeah. and bring it back home. And I said, this is a cool opportunity for Tristan to learn, you know, how to find things like in a store. So I want navigate home Depot. Yeah. That's like the, the (laughs) one of the hardest source navigate, even as an adult (laughs) and you're throwing them into the wild. So all I wanted to do was find one item, which was the mouse traps. And I'm walking in there and I say, okay, so find the mouse traps. And he's just starts walking down aisles. And I said, (laughs) Tristan, Hey, this place is built with, you know, signage that you can find mouse traps. I said, where do you think that you would find mice in a house? He says, Oh Lord. Underneath the kitchen sink or in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, okay. Let's just say you're looking for uh, trying to get rid of them. What do you look for? And he's like, I guess you look for like pest control stuff. I said, yeah. Okay. So what else is pest control? He says, uh, bugs and whatever else I said. Okay, okay, good. We're we're like going down a path right here. Track. Okay, so where would we find bugs and stuff like that? And he goes behind the couch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I come home just to confirm, and I ask Corbin, "Hey, where would you find bugs?" And he says behind the couch. What? My first thought is our kids don't go outside enough. This is the problem. <laughs> Because my first thought is, man, there are tons of bugs outside. I would go outside to find bugs. There aren't bugs in our house. No. So why would they say, but both say behind the couch? Uh, I mean, maybe because when we've made them clean behind the couch, it's probably like a little tiny spider. Yeah. Or something like that. Okay. So 
We t- it took us 15 minutes. I showed him all the signs. And he was texting me the whole time, by the way, while I was in Texas. Okay, now he's at, on this aisle. I'm just waiting. <laughs> yeah, so it's 15, almost 20 minutes uh, of him walking around and looking at the signs. And then at, uh, at one point, he's like, I'm just going to give up and just wander the store. And eventually, I'll find it. And I'm like, this store is way too big to wander. You can't just wander it. And he was getting like frustrated. But he finally figured out, oh, there's a garden section. Yeah. And we went in there and he saw ant traps. And once he saw ant traps is when he was like, okay, we're in the right area and figured it out. Good. But it was a cool, like, like, and those were more things that I, that I want to teach them because when they're out on their own, yep, they've, they've got another those things. Mm-hmm. So like it, talking on the phone, having, ordering pizza, talking on the <laughs> phone. Why are those the two first things you talk about? Think <laughs> when they go out on their own, they need to learn how to talk on the phone. I, and order I just pizza. mean like. They have Tristan and Riley have phones now, so I was just, I was just thinking like they probably don't even know how to properly call someone, leave a message, you know, like those life skills. Phone call with Tristan will go like this: you call someone up, <laughs> they'd answer. He say, "Hey, yeah." So yeah, <laughs> and then they would just start talking, but it would just be like, "Hey," there would be no. I guess he does talk to his best friend. Yeah, the they do. Yeah. But here's the thing about the way that he talks to people. He talks to them as though he's never not going to see them again and as though time had never passed. Yes. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not. He's very like, you're always going to be around. Yeah. So. Anyway, it was a very good learning experience. I'm proud of both of you for doing that. <laughs> well, for me having that, that much patience. Next time, go to Target. <laughs> do they have that at Target? Yeah. Uh, I think I needed to get other things, too. So I went to Home Depot. Plus, come on. Which store would I rather go to? Home yeah, Depot or Target? <coughs> next, and ne- on the next podcast, we'll have them go to Costco. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what are you looking forward to um, in uh, terms of me being home? And I was thinking about that because just the other night we were talking. And for me, it hasn't felt like I don't think it's sunk in that you're here. A hundred, like full time, hundred percent, because right now it just feels like, oh, he has time off. And so he's just spending more time with us because he has some time off and our routine hasn't really gotten down yet. Um, But I think I'm looking forward to just being around you more and having more time to do things that we want to do together. So I really do want to make more videos and you have such a creative mind. I want to uh, spend more time with the kids and I'm looking forward to all of that stuff. And you're like, let's be real, way better at organization and keeping a house clean and that kind of thing than I ever was. (laughs) So like I came home from um, Texas and he had folded like he had cleaned our entire closet out and then folded all of the clothes that was in there and um, I mean I've never done that I don't think and I reorganized the room yeah and part of the bathroom and all the cabinets that had all the pots and pans I re-glued all of the drawers yeah see he did a lot he's done a lot so I far. reorganized the entire coffee bar uh, the next is the a laundry room closet because we have random stuff in there. So one of the things actually that I wanted to do 
I have to find a, a foster care organization. We have so many like extra luggages and baggages. We have tons of them. And I have a friend that has foster kids and she said, Hey, like if you ever have extra luggages or bags, what you need to do is bring it to like a foster care place. I think there's one in Manteca, but foster kids, they have garbage bags that they just go from home to home. And it, it's already shameful enough and, and upsetting enough that they don't have parents that can either take care of them or that want them or, yeah. or any of that kind of stuff. But they have to take whatever their belongings are for, in a garbage bag and go from house to house. And she told me that the, the best way to show them that they have value is for, for them to have a, you know, an actual bag of their own. So once I clean up the closet, we probably have like, okay, I'm a, I used to be a backpack collector. I'm going to try not to be anymore. Cause I have too many, I have like probably nine. Mm -hmm. So I probably have six. I'll keep three. I have like six. I can give away of that. And I know the first for a fact that there's three, but uh, for any of you out there that are, you know, have extra luggage or extra baggage, find a foster care place that will take them and, and you can give it to them. But that's what I'm planning on doing this, this week. Yeah. Um, that's one of the other things that I'm doing. So, yeah, I think, um, when we moved it, we bought this house and when we moved in, we thought plenty of space, there's plenty of space in here for all of our, of us and our kids. Well, our kids were young and it's seeming like we are outgrowing. The walls are closing in this space and there's just not, it is, that's how it feels sometimes. Yeah, it is. That's because our, our teenage, our they're teens Getting, now. Yeah, older. Way Almost older. all of them are teens now. Mm-hmm. And as they eat all of my food and <laughs> um, just have the ability to grab stuff on higher shelves, that's more stuff that can come down. And they, yeah. they put it everywhere. So, you know, I'm excited about being home because I get to teach them a little bit more of those type of just organizational yeah. things that I have that I do and um, that I get to model that for them more. I mean, they, they saw it already when they see... Uh, all the places that are like my areas and they know that if they take a tool out of dad's tool chest, you better put it back in the same place. You got yeah, it's true. They, they do. They do know that in a certain place, but not to get so much that they're OCD, but that they just, <laughs> okay. The reason why I put this back in this spot is so that when I'm looking for it, I know you exactly know where, where it it's at, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm excited to be, I'm excited to be home there. They've already appreciated it. I've been able to, you know, go to the park with them yeah. whenever they want and uh, just simple things like that. And for me, the biggest thing for me was every time I would come home from work, I would be just like, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that extra. And now it's like, well, let's go. Let's go. So, yeah, they see us more. And I, I think as time goes on, it'll feel more real to them, too, because I don't mm-hmm. I don't like especially when summer comes and they're off school and we're spending more time and we can like. Like, that's what I'm looking forward to the most is just being able to, like, I've worked really hard to be able to have a job and a, like ha- that ha- allows me to have time and that I can do anywhere, I, anywhere. So like I could work my business on vacation if I wanted to, or like going traveling if I wanted to. So it really is cool to be able to think about like, what do you guys want to do? And I, I was telling you that the other night was like, I want to give our kids more experiences, not necessarily things, you know, gifts or things that they, more things that will, this house can swallow up. (laughs) Um, 
but experiences that we can learn together. Like I want our kids, once they leave our house to be like, remember that summer when we, whatever it was. Um, cause I remember from my childhood, even if we didn't do a lot of vacations and things like that, like my dad would take us to walk on the jetty at the beach and we would go there all the time and walking on the rocks was so fun. And for me thinking about my childhood, that stands out. Like those are the kinds of things that I want to be able to have for our kids. Um, like, oh, you remember when mom and dad took us wherever? And it's like that memory thing that they have. They have that. I think that we have this this thinking that we need to recreate the things that we did as a child. Yeah. Because I'm really like us growing up, camping was a huge deal. Yeah. And we camped every year. We have gone camping once and a half as a family. Yeah. Half because it was in a front yard of my parents' house. Yeah. And then the other one was actual camping. But like we want to recreate what we had as a kid, but we can't we we can do similar things, but we got to make sure that we're not like, oh, it has to be exactly how it was when we were a kid. And, and, and I did not grow up camping. So for you, camping is like nostalgic. But for me, I'm like, it's just dirty. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we grew up way different. Like we Julie did. grew up with birthday parties being like our birthdays. Being my mom a party. was so good about birthdays. Yeah. And being a big deal. And my family, we grew up with birthdays not being like it's a, it's a deal, but not a big deal. Like. Yes, it's your birthday. We're going to sing you happy birthday. We'll have a cake and maybe ice cream. Happy birthday. My mom would, because I'm a twin, so my mom would take us. Uh, we would always get to pick one friend that we could bring, and we would do something. And my mom loved to doing, um, she probably still would, uh, going like to amusement parks. And so we would always like, my sister and I would usually pick magic mountain and we would take one friend and my mom would go on the rides with us and we would take our friend, but it wasn't always like, I don't remember it always being extravagant. We did not have money growing up, but it was always special. Like even just like Valentine's day, my mom would always give us a big butter finger or whatever. Like she would put things on the table. And so it was cute. Cause this last Valentine's day, she sent the kids like a whole bag full of uh, like a, you know, candies and things that they like and, uh, and uh, like a card. And it made me think like, oh yeah, like she, now she's trying to keep it alive for the grandkids. It's cute. All gone within five minutes. Oh my gosh. The kids with Valentine's candy. Ridiculous. Yeah. I'm glad we got them Sonicare toothbrushes. <laughs> yeah. You just can't have candy here for me. Like I'm, yeah, I'm good when it's not in the house, but when it's in the house, no one can watch me eat it. So I eat it. I got a big bag of no, don't even blame me. No, I got a big bag of Kit Kats because Kit, I, for, I forgot that the twins would still need to give something to their class. I thought our kids were past all that age, but fourth grade, apparently they still do. And so the day before Valentine's Day, the day, the, the day before the day before. So two days. Okay, that's probably a better way to say it. Two days before <laughs> Valentine's Day. I was like, oh, no, I better go to Amazon because, you know, it's going to be all sold out at Target, the good stuff. So I got a bag of Kit Kats and a bag of um, Airheads, the regular size Airheads. And then these like little mini Kit Kats. And they were like dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate Kit Kats. And for Amazon, in order to get it, you know, the same or the next day, I had to make sure I was spending over. I don't remember what it was, twenty five dollars or something. So I had to get two bags of the Kit Kats. The kids only needed one and then the Airheads. You guys, the 
air, the, the whole Kit Kat bag, the second one is basically gone. There's like 10 left. Mm-mm, there's less. There's, I just oh moved them. There were like three left. Between Jay and Kinsley. No, no, no. Why? It's you and Kinsley. I don't think it's me. How many have you had? Mm, I don't know. Maybe four a day, <laughs> which only equals out to one bar. I don't think you're being truthful. <laughs> it feels like four a day. Yeah. So anyway, Kinsley too. Kin- between you and Kinsley, this is I why no kin- sugar in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good when I don't have it, but when I get a little taste of it, it's like. I wanted to have the white chocolate one. And that's the one I've noticed that you like the that's, most. Guess what? That's the one that there's the most still of. So, you know, I'm not the one eating them. Oh. Somebody else is eating them. Yeah, because you really like those. What is it? The white chocolate cookies and cream, whatever candy bars, if you had to choose. It's like Hershey's uh, yeah. cookies and cream. Yeah. It's so that's probably why the Kit existence. Kat reminds you. Yes. I know. And you'd put them in the freezer. Yeah, they're the best. Anyway, tangents. Yeah, tangents. Anyway, um, as we go along and figure out this Mr. Mom, Mom, Dad thing. I mean, Mr. Mom thing. Yeah. It's going to be cool. So we'll be definitely talking about all the other cool projects that I do. Transitions. Hopefully in a different house. I know. (laughs) Because we've outgrown this. So Yeah. Uh, a buddy of mine always says that I'm uh, out looking for a new house. So, well, maybe we'll we'll do that. Anyways, that is all the time we have for today. <laughs> Thank you all for watching or listening to the Threefold Collective podcast. We will see you in the epi- next episode. Yep. Bye. See ya.